My name is Josh Peck, host of Peck Report on Daily Renegade. I used to suffer with chronic pain from a degenerative bone disease. I was hopelessly addicted to opioids without any end in sight. But then I discovered Kratom and CBD. I am no longer on prescription drugs and I have more energy and pain relief than ever before. Kratom and CBD have given me my life back without draining my bank account. If you too would like some minor to major pain relief, Kratom and CBD might be for you. Either click on the links in the description below this video or go to dailyrenegade.com on the top left banner or right side ad and check out Tropic Health Kratom and CBD. Use promo code HEALTH20 for 20% off your order and get your life back today. The U.S. military is preparing for a coronavirus pandemic. Also, what happens in the afterlife and why don't Christians want to talk about it? All that and more on today's Peck Report. Hey everybody, hope you are doing well. We have a lot to talk about today. A little bit later in today's episode, I have a very special announcement and I'm giving you a sneak peek into something that has not been aired before, uh, at least not at the time of this recording. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I have some some news, but I want to share that with, uh, I, I'll share that later on. Uh, before we get to that, we have to talk about how the U.S. military right now is prepping for a coronavirus pandemic. Uh, so it seems things are getting uh, pretty serious. And as you know, we've been covering this story on Peck Report as news develops. So some news has definitely developed and we got to talk about it. Um, this comes from Military Times. It says that the U.S. Northern Command is executing plans uh, to prepare for a uh, potential pandemic of coronavirus, now called COVID-19. That's what they're calling it now. Uh, and this is according to the Navy and Marine Corps service-wide messages that were issued this week. So an executive order issued by the Joint Staff and approved by Defense uh, Secretary Mark Esper this month directed Northern Command and Geographic Combatant Commanders to initiate pandemic plans, which include ordering commanders to prepare for widespread outbreaks and confining service members with a history of travel to China. The Navy and Marine uh, Corps messages issued Tuesday and Wednesday respectively reference in executive order directing U.S. Northern Command to implement the Department of Defense Global Campaign Plan for Pandemic Influenza and Infectious Disease 3551-13. The document serves as the Pentagon's blueprint for planning and preparing for widespread dispersion of influenza and previously unknown disease. So I'm going to say that again. This document serves as the Pentagon's blueprint 
the blueprint, the blueprint for the Pentagon itself planning and preparing for a widespread dispersion of influenza and previous unknown diseases. So this is getting really serious. It's, it's time to uh, start preparing for what may lie ahead. U.S. Northern Command said Wednesday it was directed by the Joint Staff February 1st to convince, quote, prudent planning, end quote, in their assigned role synchronizing the department's plan for pandemic flu and disease. But in no way, quote, does the planning indicate a greater likelihood an event developing as military professionals planning for a range of contingencies. It's something we owe the American people, end quote. And that comes from Navy Lieutenant uh, Mike Hatfield, uh, he, he said that. Now, I just want to interject right there. I believe that statement because this is just what it sounds like to me. This is an opinion. Uh, you know, I don't have any inside knowledge on this uh, beyond, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the same news that you are. But I, I, that, to me, sounds like something to not incite a, a, a public panic to 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 try to keep people calm. I, I believe this is actually getting serious. And I don't believe that any agency of the government are going to go to these lengths to prepare for something that isn't at, at least a, a viable risk. So again, that that statement uh, in no way does the planning indicate a greater likelihood of of an event developing. There would be no plan if there wasn't a greater likelihood. If the likelihood was the same as it was before, what's the point of the planning? They weren't planning before, so why why step up the planning? Obviously, there is a greater likelihood of an event developing. And it's not even a likelihood. An event is developing. Now, what's up in the air is how bad it's going to get. You know, is this going to be something that's just more localized and it's going to be something like H1N1 where it, it kind of blows over pretty fast and then we don't really hear many cases of it anymore? Is it going to be like that? Or is it going to be something like Spanish flu or something that gets really bad really fast? And that's what they're planning for. As well, they should. They should plan for that. And it's good that they're doing that. But at the same time, while not trying to uh, incite a public panic, they may be downplaying it. Uh, you know, a lot more than should be necessary. I, I suggest now is the time to start preparing and, and start stocking up on things, stock up on food supplies, stock up on antibiotics, anything that you can find. Uh, and if you are a chronic pain sufferer, definitely stock up on uh, Kratom and CBD because that that kind of stuff, if, if any kind of national emergency happens. I mean, even if it isn't that bad, you know, it's going to be incredibly difficult to get that stuff. So if you're a chronic pain sufferer like I am, stock up on Kratom. I have links at dailyrenegade.com if you want to get some. Uh, and the good thing about Kratom is it stays good for a long time. I, I have Kratom that's that I've been stocking up on that's a couple of years old, and it, it still works fine. It works great. So you you can store it um, just make sure you store it in a cool, dry place, you know, in a basement somewhere or something. Uh, make sure it's dry. Don't let any moisture get to it because uh, uh, it's still organic material, so it's it's subject to uh, problems like that. Just make sure it's a cool, dry place, and you'll be fine. Um, but uh, so make sure you stock up on that. But it's it's a good. I mean, we always should be prepping for stuff anyway, just in case. You never know when a natural disaster is going to hit, and you, you never know when you might need that stuff. Uh, so it's a it's a good time to start doing this now. The article continues um, from uh, uh, Hatfield. Quote: We coordinate 
with other combatant commands to assess potential impacts in the event of a pandemic, and we ensure the U.S. military is poised to respond as required. The military profession fosters a culture of planning, and the fact that we are coordinating planning efforts across the geographical combatant commands is consistent with how we prepare to respond if directed, end quote. But again, like I said, there would be no point in planning if there wasn't at least some substantial risk. Uh, something to to react to, something to plan for. It says, according to the Marine Corps' message, uh, Meridman 082-20, commanders are to review their disease containment plans and take, quote, preparatory and precautionary actions, end quote, to protect service members, installations, and ships. This includes ensuring that the plan... Uh, that the plans contain procedures for, quote, response, isolation, quarantine, restriction of movement, and community-based intervention, end quote, as well as developing measures to contain and uh, and treat those possibly uh, exposed. And, you know, th- this brings up the question, too, when some kind of event happens like this, how much can the government clamp down to control us? Now think about that. Response, isolation, quarantine, that all sounds fine, you know, in in the case of any disease, we need that. But restriction of movement and community-based intervention, those are pretty broad categories. What could fall into that? What could actually be done? What type of control could be issued over us in the name of stopping the spread of a disease? You know, and, and this is the kind of thing, because because the government isn't honest and they're also pretty inept, this is the kind of thing that spurs on conspiracy theories. This is the kind of thing that makes people think this whole thing was manufactured just to gain control over people. If the government was more transparent, more honest with us, and not so corrupt, we wouldn't have as much of a reason to think this kind of stuff. But when this stuff happens, of course people are going to think that. Now, do I necessarily think right now that that's the case? No. I, I think that you know, I, I, I think there's a disease spreading and, and the government's trying to contain it or trying to do what they can to make sure it doesn't, you know, get any worse than it has to. But at the same time, there are corrupt individuals in the government who will use broad terms like restriction of movement and community-based intervention to enact control over the rest of us. And that's horrifying. And it's because they're corrupt. Uh, that's horrifying. And we need to keep that in mind, Um during election cycles and stuff. We, we, we need to be careful who we uh, vote for. Continuing on, says the Marine Corps' mission, according to the message, is to, quote, prepare for potential outbreaks of COVID-19, end quote. The service must, quote, mitigate, respond, and recover from the effects in order to maintain force readiness, end quote. Well, what does maintain force readiness actually mean? COVID-19, the flu-like virus that originated in Wuhan, China, is now responsible for killing more than 1,100 people and sickening at least 45,000. While the rate of the new cases has fallen in the past several days in Wuhan and Hubei province, the death toll continues to climb, topping more than 100 in a single day Monday in China. The number of cases in the U.S. remains at 13. Uh, So we do have to keep these numbers in mind. Now, of course, these are just the reported numbers. We definitely can't trust anything coming out of China. It seems like the problem is a lot worse over there than they're admitting. Uh, And here in America, I would still be skeptical of it, although uh, I, I, I I, I I would trust the numbers coming from America way more than I would trust the numbers coming from China. So, uh, while, you know, 13 isn't a big number, 
that still is 13 people dead and we need to keep that in mind and respect it. Uh, but at the same time, these, these types of things can spread pretty rapidly. Um, now, you know, again, those numbers we don't coming from China, we don't know if we can, we can trust the 1100 people out of 45,000 that have died. It could, it could be way more than that. And China could, could very well be lying to us to save face. Uh, and again, for all we know, uh, our own numbers might be corrupted as well. So, uh, we have to we 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 have to be careful. We don't want to panic. You know, we don't want to fly off into conspiracy theory land and get lost there because then we're not going to focus. We're, we're going to be we're going to be focusing in fantasy land and not focusing in the on the real problems. What we really need to do again is is start stocking up and start getting really comfortable. Uh, if the case should require it, getting really comfortable being self sufficient at home. I'm not saying we're there yet. Uh, we're not. You're 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 going to be fine if you go out in public and stuff. Uh, but still, it's a good idea to get used to that because these things can spread really fast. These things can almost overnight uh, change to where it's not safe to go outside anymore. So again, once that happens, if it does happen, you're not going to be able to go to the store and buy supplies. By then, it'll be too late. Uh, and I, I mean, even 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 during things that didn't turn out that bad but could have been we we have seen that we have seen stores overrun and and we have seen uh like gas masks and things like that being bought out where you can't you can't even find them anymore so stuff like that it, it, preparation is is the most important thing in all of this preparation and ju then just being realistic about it um so we have to keep those numbers in mind, but also we have to take them with a grain of salt because we don't know if they can be trusted. Uh, so it says DOD uh, uh, 3551.13 calls for preparing for a pandemic and ensuring open lines of communication in the community, diseases, surveillance, and detection, response, and containment. According to the service messages, military commanders have been asked to confine any service member who has been to China since February 2nd to their residences, or if they live in an open barracks or share a bathroom with others, restrict them to a temporary lodging facility for 14 days. The restricted service members will be assessed daily for fever by medical uh, personnel, by phone or in person and wear protective gear if they personally conduct the medical checks according to the messages should they display symptoms they must seek medical att attention but call their military treatment facility first to inform them of their travel the marine corps message uh, advises civilian employees and contractors as well as any family members returning from china to allow centers for disease control and prevention guidance to detect the virus and prevent its spread which include voluntary uh, voluntarily remaining at home limiting close contact with people and animals self-monitoring and seeking medical care if symptoms develop and again this this brings up the whole um, the whole freedom aspect of this uh, and it's it's a difficult it's a difficult thing to navigate while personal freedom is important, containing a disease is important as well. And where, where is that line? You know, and that's difficult to say, but I certainly don't trust our government or any world government to define that line for us. Uh, so that's a problem. Uh, one that we have to keep in mind. It would be very easy for uh, people in power, corrupt people in power, to use a situation like this to exact con total control over the rest of us. Uh, that that is well within the realm of possibilities, and, and that could be another reason. If the numbers are messed with, we don't know if they are, but if they are, that could be another reason 
to do it. So even if the death toll numbers skyrocket, still keep in mind, we, we, we don't know if we can trust it because those numbers could be used to gain more control over the American people. So we, we don't we, we, we wouldn't even be able to trust if it's as bad as, you know, our own officials are telling us it is. You know, right now they're they're playing it pretty low, so it, it seems like right now their concern is to not incite a public panic, but at the same time they are talking about it quite a bit, and that could be preparation for something else down the line. So we have to be really, really careful, really vigilant. Uh, we have to be really skeptical, uh, but we don't want to be stupid about it either. You know, We don't want to just blanket statements say, well, the government's lying and everything's fine, and then go about our lives as normal, because that would be unwise too. We also don't want to just believe everything that we hear. Uh, you know, on the news or from our officials either, because that also would be foolish. So we have to be very careful. And if uh, if you have to make decisions for yourself or your family, try to find some solution where if either of those extremes are the case, that that you or your family, you know, won't be harmed based on the decisions that you make. And that can be really difficult because who knows what contingencies might come up, right? So. It not so you don't only want to prepare your house by stocking up on products you want to prepare your mind by thinking these things through you know if such and such were to happen how would i react how would i take care of my family in that situation you know if we hear on the news tomorrow that they say this or they say this over here how am i going to react and then you you have to just you have to think of these scenarios on your own and and run through them what's the smartest way of handling it knowing all the while you could you, you you might be being lied to. So that's important to keep in mind, and it's a good thing to start preparing for that now, start thinking about that stuff now so you're not making knee-jerk reactionary decisions when the time comes. It says the Navy has uh, included visits to Hong Kong and Macau as part of its directive and gives commanders the flexibility to decide whether they need to confine a service member who has had close contact with a person who has traveled to the region. The Marine Corps uh, has... Uh, also told commanders to work with uh, military treatment facilities in developing and executing any response and stay up to date on CDC guidance regarding the virus. So it seems like CDC is in charge now. The uh, Army issued a service-wide message January 31st on the coronavirus, advising its members on the illness's symptoms and instructing them on reducing their risk of ca catching the infection. The message was issued the same day. Uh, the Pentagon released an advisory about how service members can reduce the risk of catching the disease. It does not publicly release its service-wide messages and has not issued any since the executive order. Uh, the Air Force does not publicly disclose its service-wide messages. Since the outbreak began in late December, individual commands, especially those in Asia, have enforced confinement of service members with a travel history to China. Earlier this month, U.S. Forces Korea began confining troops who had traveled to China for 14 days. Also earlier this month, U.S. Indo-Pacific Command restricted all Defense Department travel to mainland China and recalled all travelers to the country home. Dr. Nancy Messonier, uh, director of the National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases, said Monday that the likelihood of more cases being diagnosed in the U.S. of COVID-19 is high, but added that the chance of contracting the disease outside of China remains low. Now th think about that. Give that some thought. M Monday, the likelihood of more cases being diagnosed in the U.S. is high, 
but the chance of contracting the disease outside of China remains low. So does that, what does that mean exactly? More cases being diagnosed in the U.S. would suggest that more people are catching it, right? I mean, unless they're saying that these are only cases from people who have come back from China, which I imagine that travel is a lot more restrictive now. So that shouldn't be a problem that we, we, we should even be experiencing. So, so how is it that the likelihood of more cases being diagnosed is high, but contracting the disease is, is low? That, that, that wording is very odd. And I, I, know, I, know what, I, I know what the intended thing is. The intended um, interpretation of that is, well, there's a lot of people that came back from China. So if you get more diagnoses, that's what it is. It's not that people are contracting it. They're bringing it back from China. And we've only just started doing restrictions and travels and things like that and being more careful. So expect to see that. But that that's the intended interp interpretation but listen how wor how weird that's worded when a statement is worded weird like that when you can when you can glean multiple interpretations to to me that says it could be the person saying this is trying to cover themselves in case it turns out that people contract this really easily because then this person could say well i did say that the, the, and only take half of that. I, I did say that the likelihood of more cases being diagnosed is high, and then leaving out the last part. But on the other hand, if, uh, if the numbers are really low and this turns out to be nothing, then this person could say, well, I did say that contracting the disease remains really low. You, you see, when there's these weird double meanings that could be interpreted multiple ways like that, that tells me somebody's nervous, whoever is, is saying this, Dr. Nancy uh, Messonier, that this person is, is, is nervous and thinks there's at least a chance, a good chance, at least enough of a chance to, to craft her words carefully that this thing could blow out of proportion or could turn into absolutely nothing. And they're trying to say, this person's trying to save face in either of those events, which tells me people really don't know much of anything. Uh, and that, that's, that's kind of a dangerous place to be in. So, Pay special attention when people make statements like that that could be that that aren't really specific that are kind of vague and could be interpreted multiple ways. Uh, it's this weird double speak thing. You, usually, when people talk like that, they're trying to cover themselves because they can't predict the future and they don't know what's going to happen. So they they'll, they'll craft these statements in a way that it will it, it will apply for either of the worst case scenarios. So. That, that to me, automatically sticks out. Continuing on, she said the biggest infectious disease threat to American public this year remains the influenza virus, which has sickened more than 22 million and killed at least 12,000. That's a pretty big disparity, you, you know, 12,000 12, deaths compared against 22 million people that catch the flu. Um, so I, I don't know if that's really comparable to this, to, to the coronavirus. I, I don't know how much the flu really has anything to do with this. Um, so it says precautions against the coronavirus, which include hand washing, staying home if ill and sneezing or coughing into a tissue or sleeve also cut down on flu transmissions. Of course, it's all pretty obvious. Um, here's a quote from us forces, Korea commander, army general, uh, Robert Abrams on February 2nd quote, we are taking all appropriate precautionary measures to prevent any potential spread of the virus. Key for everyone is to follow standard hygiene protocols, and if not feeling well, get screened ASAP. 
Um, now, most likely, if you do get sick, it's not corona, so you don't you don't have to rush to the hospital. You know, because mo- mo- most of the time it's going to be a flu. And part of the engineering behind this thing, you know, telling people, well, it's not really that. You know, it it, it it's nothing to really be worried about. So that way, if it turns into nothing, then they can say that they said that. But you always want to be safe and always go to the hospital. So that way, if it turns out to be really bad, then they can say, well, we told people to go to the hospital. Um, Also, there's another layer to this. By doing it this way, convincing people that if they're sick, they should go to the hospital just in case it's coronavirus uh, or COVID-19, just in case, but also while maintaining that it's not really a serious threat right now. That that funnels so much money into, into the uh, medical industry. I mean, if everybody who gets a flu, think about that. What, 22 million people got the flu. If 22 million people went to the hospital for a flu, can you imagine how much money is rolling into the medical industry now? So there's there's that whole side of it as well that we, we have to keep in mind. If you have the flu, you, you likely don't have to go to the hospital. I mean, if you if you have other illnesses or, or if you have other things stacked against you uh, in those regards, then you should. But for, for most people you take some vitamin c and you're going to be fine um so keep that in mind as well we have to be extremely careful and skeptical about what we're being told and we do kind of have to pick apart every single word in these statements to try try to think okay what are they really saying and what are they covering for so it's important to keep that in mind now not only do we have to keep our biological health you know, in order, we have to keep that in check. We have to prepare for that. We have to prepare for our spiritual health too, because no matter how much we try to run from it, we all are going to die someday. And uh, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a whole other life after this that isn't talked about a whole lot. And we do have to talk about that. We're going to get into that. And I have a big announcement uh, to share with you in just a little bit. Uh, A little while ago, I I shared with you that I'm working on a, a kind of a well, not kind of, it just, it is a very dangerous project and I can't get into details. I, I've gotten into more details with our members, um, but, uh, for, you know, j- just, just generally broadcasting it out there publicly for anybody to see it, it's not wise. So like, all I'm going to say is keep me and my family in prayer, um, and, you know, pray for our safety. There's a lot of people that, and, and you, you know me, I, I don't like to sensationalize stuff. And I, I, I don't think I've ever, about anything that I've ever done, I don't think that I've ever said, you know, this is really dangerous, please keep us in prayer. Um, but, so ho- hopefully I've earned some credibility there. But uh, but this time I am saying that and I am asking for that. So um, it, it, it's something that's dangerous, and but it need it, it needs to be done. It's, it's not getting talked about in the way that it should be getting talked about. Uh, and so I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in, in, in a little bit in the next segment. Uh, cause I, I don't want to, I don't want to put too much out there, but just suffice it to say, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be very nice if you would, uh, keep us in prayer, uh, for, for safety, for guidance on, on, on my part and, you know, on my family and everything, uh, that would be very helpful. Okay. 
Uh, before we get to all of that, though, I mentioned Kratom a little while ago. Uh, now, at the beginning of this Peck report, you saw a commercial for uh, Tropic Health Kratom, which is excellent. Coastline Kratom is great, too. We have both at dailyrenegade.com. At the very top banner, you can find ads for both. Now, with Coastline Kratom, you do have to set up a Zellpay account. Uh, but, I mean, it's free. It only takes a minute. But it's because a lot of credit card companies and PayPal don't want to deal with Kratom sales. Uh, now, Tropic Health does accept credit cards. They, they were able to kind of get around that bureaucratic garbage um, and, and make it happen. So uh, if you want to pay with PayPal or a credit card, you can do that through Tropic Health. If you want to do it through Zellpay, you can do that with Coastline Kratom. Both Kratom suppliers are great. Uh, I like them both. So now would be a great time to stock up because we don't know what tomorrow brings. Um, also, CBD is uh, great as well. So as you know, I'm a chronic pain sufferer, and both of these things have helped me tremendously, Kratom and CBD. CBD Pure and CBD Pets is excellent. They uh, are totally organic, non-GMO, pesticide-free, and they test every batch they make through a third, uh, third-party independent testing facility. They test every batch they make to make sure that it is pure, organic, uh, non-GMO, pesticide-free, that there's no garbage in it. And they even post all that stuff on their website. So you can go to dailyrenegade.com, check out CBD Pure and CBD Pets. That is right. They make it for your pets as well. And uh, it's very excellent stuff. You're not going to find a better CBD on the market. So uh, check them out. Also, speaking of health and um immunity and immune systems and things like that. Colloidal silver, I've heard a lot of people say that uh, they've, they've been helped greatly by colloidal uh, silver's immune-boosting properties. So the best out there is Silver of Life. It is the number one rated pure colloidal silver, so you can make sure to check all that out, dailyrenegade.com, or you can find links to all of that in the uh, description below. I almost pointed on this side, but the uh, the ad would have covered me up there. So you can find the links to all those in the description below. Uh, so for now, we're going to go to uh, something else. We're going to have that for members. If you are not a member, be, please become a member. It is only $10 a month or $100 a year. Get the $100 a year because then you get two months for free and you don't have to think about it for a whole year. And that's that's a really good deal. But we're adding new shows all the time. You get full Peck Reports. Uh, you get full uh, all of our shows. We have, I think, I think a dozen or over a dozen now. We just signed on a new show and we're, we're looking into others. We're also working on uh, an app. Uh, so we're, we're, doing a, we're doing a lot of cool stuff. You want to be a member today because I cannot promise that prices are always going to stay the same. They will stay the same for existing members. So if you get a membership now, you'll only have to pay the $10 a month or the $100 a year. But if you wait, the price might have to go up because we have a lot of things to pay for and it gets very expensive. So uh, so now's a good time to do it. DailyRenegade.com, please be a member today. Uh, for non-members, we're going to call it there. Please uh, subscribe, follow us on Facebook, all our social media. We are everywhere. You can find links to all of that. Please follow us. Uh, members, hang on the line. Everybody else, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, stay safe out there. Take care. God bless.